Coming up next on Bear Podcast, my mom found my sex toys. Harry Potter is back 19 years later. Two straight Brazilian actors kissed each other for a good cause. Russian list of celebrities forgiven for being gay. Apple's next iPhone reportedly ditches the headphone jack. And bringing the dead back to life. All these in your emails coming up next. Bear Podcast 593. Bigger than the earth, floating through space. Kind of concerns many of us, even gay people. He used to be cute, but that bitch just, she needs to be slapped. Strip cars against humanity. And it's Sunday night, did you do the sing-along with Sound of Music? One of them is gay and the other is straight. I'm so gay. Apparently he became gay. It might be a source of sexually positive pleasure. We worked on it, we had pleasure, that's, that's great. Is how it's done. Welcome everyone to Bear Podcast. I am Nard. And this is Ray. And uh, welcome to episode 593 and it's a Monday, November 30th, 2015. And happy Thanksgiving. We just passed Thanksgiving last week. Thanksgiving is over with. Yes, that's right. It's done. The holiday season is here. Let's shop, bake, put up Christmas trees. Come on. Why is Christmas tree up, man? We, we, have, we have to put up the Christmas tree. We can't put the Christmas tree up. You have clothes everywhere. That's right. Because <laughs> getting rid of clothes, but yeah, give, you know, donating them, goodwill, whatever. So to make more space for new clothes. <laughs> because of the Christmas season. That would be I great. thought Mike said the whole reason for you cleaning out the closet was so he can move his stuff in. Well, he's got his stuff in, but he just needs more space. A little bit more. <laughs> but you just said you're going to go buy new stuff. Yes, that's right. So for me can't... and Mike, we're going to buy some more stuff. Mm. New clothes, new underwear. You know, his, him being a bear occupies more space when it comes to underwear. Is it in your case too? <laughs> so how was your Thanksgiving, man? It was great. It was great. I was with uh, we, uh, Mike and I went to uh, our friend Gary and Andrews. We every year we go to their house to spend uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, uh, their son is was there too. And uh, uh, the Gavlik, I forgot their last name. Were the moms there? No, the moms were not there. And then uh, Rich and and uh, Izzy, I forgot her name. Vicky, Vicky, sorry, Vicky. Yeah, they were there too, and their daughter and uh, Ricky joined us. And so it was a fun, fun, fun day. Dinner started started at one o'clock p.m. Something, some, sometime at one p.m. And of course, the usual that I do, I bring my traditional Thanksgiving egg rolls. I always bring those. Well, they're full of turkey. They're turkey egg rolls, which reminds me, I have to make some more. Because of this holiday season, okay. That's right. There's plenty of parties coming up. Yeah. So after after that, we met up with you, right? Okay. Let's talk about your your Thanksgiving. How okay. was your Thanksgiving? Um, well, I didn't end up going to Libby's like I thought I was, so it worked <laughs> out good. Um, actually, Julio invited me over to Martin and Wines, and I hung out with them all afternoon. So that was pretty good. So had a good time. Did you play uh, any games? Yes, we we no, we did not because I took exploding kidding kittens, and there were children's there. Oh, there were children. There were children, so we cannot play the adult naughty version of Exploding Kittens. I'm sure it's going to be like flying in their heads anyway. Do we want to understand no, what's going on? No, <laughs> she was a three-year-old little girl. She figures everything out. Oh, okay. She's too smart for her own good, so. All right. Okay, so after that, uh, well, actually, the night before that, Wednesday, we, we did the marathon of uh, The Hunger Games. Yeah. So we watched the last two movies. The last two movies, Catching Fire and Mockingbird Part One. Mockingjay. Oh, sorry, Mockingjay. To kill a mockingbird's a whole different genre. Mockingjay. So we watched Mockingjay Part One. So uh, 
and of course, and then after our Thanksgiving dinners, we went to the theater to to watch Mockingjay Part Two. Yeah. How did you like it? Did you read the books? You didn't write. I did not read the books. I read the books, but I've had a lot of people that have read the books, talked to it, and compared it and stuff. So, but I liked it. I really didn't want to read the books. I really. I mean, some stories I just like. Okay, I just want to watch the movie. Oh, really? So when I I, I read it, and I was depressed. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like well, it. That's a very depressing storyline. I it mean, is. killing kids, killing kids, and everything, and then how, how, how it Not ended. Don't deserve to be killed. Yeah. So I was reading it, and that's it. That's what happened. And then now I was just watching. I know it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But then there are parts there that were different, like um, Katniss having children in the end. That was spoiler alert for spoiler those alert. that haven't seen. It's it. not in the book anyway, so it doesn't matter. It it's, doesn't really add to the story. Okay, it's kind of. It's supposed to make you feel good. It's it's a it's a feel good movie. They had to make that part, make it a feel good. Somehow. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, that's what we did pretty much. And uh, what else have, have has everybody seen the on on uh, YouTube the PETA video? It's Katniss walking in asking for PETA, and everybody's hoping up a PETA sandwich. Oh, okay. For him, it's very funny. I mm-hmm. thought it was hilarious myself. I thought, ha ha ha. Some people got too much time on their hands, but it is funny. Yep. <laughs> Look at this picture that you. <laughs> well, an interesting topic here because apparently, I think Ray's got some stories to tell after we talk about this topic. I think everybody can comment on this story, which we highly encourage, since we only have seven episodes left after this one. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a mom found her son's sex toy and made the mistake of asking the internet what it was. <laughs> oh, mom, mom, mom. <laughs> When a mom found this mystery object, this mystery object in her son's downstairs bathroom, she made the mistake of asking Twitter that what it was for. Poor mother, she was so innocent. So, so there's a picture, and you can, and we'll post the links on the article. And it says CJ is the only one to use the downstairs bathroom, and I went down to clean it and seen this. Does anyone know what it is? Oh God! And it's basically a flashlight with an attachment so you can attach it to the wall, and it's in the shower stall. So we know what CJ is doing in the shower. Yeah. We, it doesn't say how old CJ is either, but CJ's got him a pocket pussy. Well, you know, it's a flashlight, but it's, it's a he's got an attachment pussy. in the end. And, and, uh, it sucks at both ends. <laughs> There's a suction on one end and the other side, the other end sucks you. <laughs> so. so anyway, uh, actually... We have one in the closet, and then Mike found it. <laughs> you have a flashlight. Yeah, I have a flashlight over there. And you haven't shared. I think it's like a toothbrush, Ray. I don't know. Okay, I think it's a okay, guys. guys in Blue Mountain, in Blue Mountain, they shared. They shared. Yeah, and they all the had gonorrhea pocket. or something. Well, have you been out doing stuff to get gonorrhea? No. Okay. It's just that. Do you think I have gonorrhea? I don't think so. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> gonorrhea gonorrhea so. gonorrhea so i remember blue mountain we were talking about it yes. god that was years ago we talked about gonorrhea <laughs> gonorrhea years ago we've been talking about speaking gonorrhea. of no we're still on this the, topic the, the this J, we're talking okay. about mocking jay part one we saw it the guy from the guy that owned the pocket pussy in blue oh, that's mountain right. was in oh that's right one. okay he was one of the characters there. yes Anyway, so 
Blue Mountain, it's 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 another it's a college thing. It's a it was a TV it's show. It's a TV show. That was very funny. That was on comedy. And there's a story about pocket pussies and and they were sharing it, people were passing it around, and somebody everybody got gonorrhea because they're passing it passing it around. Anyway, so this back into the story here. Yeah. They have this uh yeah, the flashlight is attached on the to the wall, so I guess he pretends to be a top, I guess. Well, that's funny because there's a bunch of comments that go along with the pics. And the mom says, no, that can't be what this is. My son would not have something like that in his bathroom. And then the other reply was, oh, it's your son. Well, don't be mad at him. Better for him to use that than catch a disease. They are very popular. Holy crap, I'm crying laughing right now. (laughs) So our question on this topic is, did your mom or dad ever bust you with your toys or anything else? No, I I did not have any because I was kind of, uh, well, for one thing, if you have toys, that means you have money. I did not have money when I was young, and I, 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 I don't have, and you know, money to buy with toys with, and having. Well, I think today this stuff's easier to get than it was in our day. Yes, that's true because of the internet. Back then, you just can't. You have to go to a bookstore, yeah. or you have to go to an adult store, or something like that. And, and in in Manila, we didn't have those kind of stores. It's kind of a taboo. So. Here in the U.S., yeah, you have you know bookstores and they sell dildos and they they sell they sell vibrators, but they open it in front of you first and make it work to prove to you that it works because there's no re- you cannot return it and they put it back in the box. And how do I know that? <laughs> You're digging that hole, brother. <laughs> you keep on ch- keep on digging. Just keep on digging. Tell us a little bit more about how you buy your buying your first vibrator. <laughs> Your first vibrator. How about you, Ray? Have you ever been caught? Well, let's say this. I had some adult magazines Mm -hmm. that were of the playgirl nature. Nope. So if it's playgirl, it's more soft porn? No, no, not really. There's still still penis, of course. I've never seen a playgirl magazine. You've never seen a playgirl magazine? No. Oh, my God. It's just like Playboy. I'm sure. Except but it's men. It's men. Okay. So I had a couple of them mixed in with some Playgirls, with some girls with some Wait really nice sec. tits. Wait a second. Say it again? Sorry. I had a couple of Playgirls mixed in with some Playboys that... Oh, so, you know, so in case somebody reads, oh, he goes yeah. both ways. I said, he's totally gay, but it's not yeah. really. So, and I kept them in the trunk of my car. Okay. Hidden in a special spot I had. Okay. Well... Somehow, somebody found out I had them and told my mother. Who 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 found them? A neighbor? I'm not sure, but my mother found out they were back there. Okay, so there's a so snitch. I, so I think there's a snitch somewhere. Okay. And I don't know what people like to think of it. it. Had to be one of my cousins or my mom went in my car digging around for something that she probably shouldn't have been digging around for and found them. So what did your mom say? I got to talking to about how disgusting those things are, how degrading, and why would I keep them, and why do I have pictures of men on magazines in my car? And of course, you know, being the masterful liar that I was at the time. What did you say? It's your friends. <laughs> I was like, look, somebody gave them to me as a gag gift, Mom. It's you know, and I just threw them in the trunk, and forgot about them. But it's a whole collection. It's not like a whole collection. It was like four magazines, and it's got your name on it, Billy Ray. <laughs> No, it's a subscription. Yeah. And the good thing is, the good thing is, I had a hatchback car, uh-huh. and it leaked, so all the pages were kind of stuck together. So that got me out of that one. 
Really? Really. I mean, it's wait, like, wait, wait, wait. like the, it, the car, the water leaked in the back of the car all the time. But she knew it, about because she left it, stuff back there and it got wet before. I don't believe you. It's not water. It's not it water. Was, it's was sticky. Water. That was the excuse I used and I stick to it to this day. Yeah, it's thick. It's stuck. So, it's not water. I mean, the pages were stuck together and they kind of, <laughs> and they kind of actually one of them was kind of moldy and bit back there. So oh, gross. So, but um, <laughs> did you ever get walked in when you were jacking off by one of your parents? Oh, my sister did one time, and the door was locked, and she was prying herself in. I, I guess she knew that what I was doing, so she kicked the door in. So it was like just to catch me, but already, but I'm already dressed up and everything. So, oh, okay, I'm done. <laughs> How old were you? Oh, eleven, eleven years old, twelve years old. Yeah, around that time. Around that time, yeah. So it was kind of like this weekend, huh? That's right. Ray caught me masturbating in the bedroom. Well, that's not. It's, it's not. It's, I didn't catch him. I was like, Maynard, Maynard. Okay, Sheldon. Maynard, come in, Sheldon. Maynard, are you masturbating? <laughs> Wait, and then the next question was, are you masturbating to me and somebody having sex upstairs? Yeah, but so, no, no, I was not. Although I was hearing what? this. So you're masturbating me, spanking no, me. No, I was not. I see. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. So. Things happen. I'm in, sure. In the Bear Podcast Studios. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I don't ever remember my mom catching me, but I'm sure she knew I was doing it all the time because I, I was an idiot and probably had nasty cum stained sheets all the time, but. That or, or, or socks. Or socks. Why are your socks? And my mom always did the laundry, so she had to figure it out. She must have figured out I was a little Why pervert. are all these yellow? You know, it just led it to me being a total perf as an adult, so I don't know why she would be too upset about it. But you I know remember what? one morning I was going somewhere with the FFA, and I had to get up really early. So my dad woke me up at like 4.30 a.m. in the morning to go. I go. just realized. What? We can call your mom. No, we cannot call <laughs> We can call your mom right now. No. Have you ever No. Because no. she, no. she would not say do something like that on public. Oh, she won't say no, anything? she wouldn't say anything. She wouldn't say it? Oh. Let me so, try. I have but, her phone number here. But, um, <laughs> I can call her up. <laughs> my dad woke me up, and I was just woke up, and I was so freaking horny because I was like 17 at the time. Because your dad woke you up? Well, no. He woke me up because I was going to do something. I had to meet some... I had to be like outside of the house at the end of the road <laughs> by like, I think 5 a.m. to meet the other group of guys because they were picking me up and we we're going to Columbia for a FFA thing. And I woke up and I think I woke up with a heart on. I was like, I can get rid of this or it's going to be bothering me all day. So I started jacking off and then he walked back in there to make sure I got up and was like, stop playing with your goddamn self and get your ass ready. He did say that? Yes. Oh my God. I was so embarrassed. What did he say? Like, here's a towel. Finish no, up. No, that's all I got out of it. He shut the door and no word was ever said since then. He's a guy. <laughs> he's jacked off. I'm sure he jacked off all the time too. So, <laughs> so it's just funny. That's the only time I remember getting busted. Have you ever caught your dad jacking off? No. 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 <laughs> Would that freak you out? No, no. dad, no. I, I remember, I vaguely remember as a kid walking on them and them jumping all around the bed and stuff. Oh, like really? When I was like six or seven. Oh, and I was like, I was like, why are they all up and awake? They're usually asleep, but you know. Oh. And years later, I'm like, oh. What What did you say? Like, oh my God, my mom and dad are wrestling, and dad is winning. No, it wasn't. No, you didn't say that. No. So. <laughs> okay, so 
so one thing, one thing that I highly or that I always said if I was a parent, I would not just walk into my child's room. That I would always knock on the door and wait for them to answer. Oh, okay. So I would not embarrass them because I realized how much a little masturbatory pervert that I was when I was that age. Mm-hmm. That I would see my child be just as bad, if not worse. But, actually, but yeah, you have to consider too that that you you experienced embarrassment, and it's just right that you make them feel embarrassed too at some point in their life. Oh well, no, I'm gonna do that when their high school friends come over and their girlfriend, friends, boyfriends. What I would have done that. That would have been my embarrassment. Not anything, because actually, I think I would have been the dad that would have sat down when they were kids and say, "Look." You're going to start playing with yourselves. It's okay. You know, don't worry about what everybody else said. I mean, I think I'd been that cool old dad. Mm-hmm. You want to run around the damn house naked with your dick hanging out, flopping? I don't care. I'm just cool. Just don't make a mess that I have to clean up. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Just wipe as you here, finish. Here are cum rags for you. If you don't like these, we can get you some moist towelettes. Just throw them in the trash so I don't have to deal with it. Or you can use Kleenex. You know Kleenex, they really should market it No, Kleenex differently. leaves lint and stuff. So yeah. it's better when you do the butt wipe things or baby wipes. Well, there's alcohol in it. But if you use they Kleenex. Don't put alcohol in baby wipes and stuff. That would burn the hell out of your ass. But then what's that smell? That's probably the aloe or whatever the fabric or stuff is. But anyway, if you're going to use, okay, Kleenex, they should really, I, I think for some people who do use Kleenex, to me, there are fluffy coffins for my would-be babies. That's what they are. So, what? what? <sighs> <sighs> Asian? <laughs> Why? What? Okay, so... Uh, use Kleenex. They should, you know, they should really market it differently. You know, they always say, use Kleenex to clean your nose. No, people should have commercials. You know, Kleenex should have a commercial actually showing how Kleenex is used in the bedroom. Or a good Kleenex commercial would be a teenage boy with like six boxes around his bed. Just that image. In the, that in the, oh and a trash can pile full of Kleenex. <laughs> in the headboard. There's this six boxes. So. Yeah. Wow. No. So. Anyway, okay. Of course, so, the best way to clean it up is have somebody else lick it up. So. Or, yeah, dig it off of, from the tap. Yeah. yeah. So, so That's right. Best. So no mess. So if, if you have an embarrassing story like we like just told, uh, email us or call us and leave us a voicemail at the, on the show and uh, – let us know what your embarrassing moment with your <laughs> okay. parents was, because I'm sure there's got to be plenty of them. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there are some videos that got sent into American Funniest Videos that never got showed, but some parents. No, did I that. don't think they do that. Well, they wouldn't show them, but I'm sure they got set in. I'm sure they... so. <laughs> Here's a an AFV tonight. Yeah. Here's no, a video no, of videos we can't show kids during prime time. <laughs> prime time AFV American. <laughs> Or uh, AFV after hours. It's like that chick that walked in on her husband masturbating and she videotaped and was all over Tumblr for a while. And there was almost the same type of guy that was dancing in his underwear. Oh, that one. I saw that. That was really And his wife or girlfriend was like, what are you doing? like, what are you doing? He like has a cow. About has a cow. Wait a second. Rewind. A girl, uh, the wife uh, caught her husband masturbating? Yes. There's a, there's a there's, video? There, I don't know if it's a husband, boyfriend, or whatever, but there's a video like that that showed, rode through Turnberry one time I remember watching. And it was a wife, and she was like, the door was cracked open, and he was in there just whacking one away. And she was like, gig, trying not to giggle on the phone. <laughs> 
And then right, right when he was getting ready to come, she pushed the door up and said, what are you doing? And he was like all freaking out. <laughs> oh, my God. So, And where's that video? Is it next to? I think it's a Tumblr, if I remember. Tumblr? Tumblr floating around there somewhere. Who uses Tumblr? You use Tumblr a lot, don't you? <laughs> so anyway, on the entertainment. Let's go to entertainment. All right. Okay. This is kind of orgasmic a little. Yes. Because they're older. They're older now, right? At this book. He's 19. He's legal. He's legal. <laughs> so, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, parts one and two. Oh, there's a child. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's not orgasmic. J.K. Rowling announced new details about her upcoming play, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, on Friday, both shocking and delighting fans. The beloved author updated her Facebook page with a new post, which confirmed the play will start with a seventh book left off. Pottermore, the fan website, created by J.K. Rowling, confirmed that the cursed child would focus on Harry and his youngest son, Albus. Here's the synopsis. It was always difficult being Harry Potter, and it mustn't, isn't much easier now that he's an overworked employee at the Magic Ministry of Magic, a husband, a father of three school-aged children. While Harry grapples with the past that refuses to stay where it belongs, his youngest son, Albus, must struggle with the weight of a family legacy he never wanted. As past and present fuse ominously, both father and son learn the uncomfortable truth. Sometimes, darkness comes from unexpected places. Thanks to the expologue and J.K. Rowling's continual updates to her magical universe, we already know a lot about Albert Severus Potter. He's his father's son in looks and personality. He's a quiet and thoughtful boy who's worried about being sorted into Slytherin. He has untidy black hair, green eyes, and he's already a fan of the wizard sport Quidditch. J.K. Rowling has previously admitted on the TV show A Year in the Life that she finds Albus to be the most intriguing of Harry's children. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be Albus Severus Potter in the uh, Chamber of Something. or so I don't know. But I, what I didn't realize until a couple weeks ago, remember in the movie where Harry Potter gets his Z, the baby yeah. they used in that? Mm-hmm. That's the kid that, that plays his son in the final movie. That baby grew up to be, they used the same kid. Oh. Is what I read. Oh, really? That's the same yeah. kid who grew the baby up? that was in the crib crying and stuff. It's grew, Albus. Grew up to be Albus in the movie. Wow. So, Ugh. it's kind of funny how interesting, how much they look a lot alike. How him and Daniel Radcliffe kind of look a lot alike. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So. Okay. So, I'm yeah. This I'm, ne- I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I would read this, but it, once it goes out. Well, it's not a book. It's a play. You have to go see it. Oh, it's a play. I yes. thought it was a book. Okay. No, it's a play. Oh. It's an upcoming play. Okay. So, I guess we'll have to go to New York to see that one together. So, it's a musical? It's a play. It's a play. It's a play. So, they make it... so it'll be interesting to see what happens and how it all works out and what what dark where the darkness is coming from. Is it some of uh, our favorite blonde-headed Slytherin? children messing with Albus or is it something in the castle that's doing it or what? Mm. I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be off on Broadway. The reason why they're doing it as a play because uh, what is it? Radcliffe. What's his name? Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe is, a, is into lots of plays and like he's in Equus. Well, I, I don't think he, it's not necessarily Daniel Radcliffe's playing Harry Potter. Oh really? Oh, it's a totally different. Oh, totally, okay, totally right. different. Yeah, they had, I keep thinking, that. 
See, I mean, I don't think I don't know if any of the original cast would come back and do it. I think they're kind of burnt out on Harry. Oh Potter yeah, they're not... they, that was all they did. Hey, I'm rich they, already. I don't need this. Well, they've been trying to step away from that, so it's going to be a whole different thing. So yeah, good for now, if they turn into a movie, it might be a different story. So yeah, or they're older at so, that point. But we got a Harry Potter movie coming out in the next two years, anyhow. I think next year. So oh really? Yeah the magical guide to beast i think is what it's called oh so anyway this next one's all yours Maynard. okay hand job cabin i read this in in the gay geek bazaar uh facebook page uh did you watch the video no i haven't you really need to watch the video about a ghost that masturbates you to death (laughs) is that a good way to go i don't know it opens with four friends arriving at a cabin in the in the middle of a desert forest deserted forest where uh, which they say is awesome but the fun is soon interrupted by a sexually frustrated ghost who kills by masturbating its victims to death one of the one of the friends finds viagra pills in the in the bathroom and the ghost is lurking in the mirror making obscene gestures later he's dragged into the cover cupboard by the uh, naughty demon who leaves a written warning saying no dicks are safe in true horror movie style, instead of leaving, the surviving members of the group find news articles chronicling various victims who have perished at the hands of the ghost. And so it continues until a mystery man arrives at the door and offers a hand. <laughs> God, this is just full of... But if the bizarre movie seems to... Uh, to too good to be true, that's because it's a spoof created by director Bennett Silverman. Regardless, the um, trailer is well worth a watch. Give them a hand. So, all right. This movie very much reminds me of Evil Dead. And the cabin almost looks like the exact same cabin from Evil, Evil, the Evil Dead. Oh, really? They use the same one? Yes. If I got my movies right. That's the one where they go into the cabin and the ghost kills everybody in it. It's the one that... um, Joss Whedon? Wait. That, uh, what's his name? They just, they did a remake. They're doing a TV show now. Um... Evil Dead. Wait. Walking Army Dead. of Darkness. Oh, Army of Darkness. Walk. Oh, with Ash or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that. So, and I think it's kind Campbell. of a spoof on that. But it, watching Campbell. the video is hilarious. I was laughing my butt off. Okay. So, check the link out and go watch the video. It's posted on the Gay Geek Bazaar page, too. Yeah. So, check All right. it out. We'll check it out. Uh, before we move on, I just forgot about uh, last Saturday. I need to add that we went. I went to another party uh, with the Wave, with my softball team and uh, my friend Dale. At a party called Deck the Halls with Balls. That's the title of, of his party. It's actually a kickoff so for everybody got tea bagged? No, 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 not that kind. But it's the theme, of course, deck the holes with balls, meaning everything is in ball format. There's our cheese balls, there are meatballs, there are turkey meatballs, there's there's Ferro Rocher, you know, those round ones. And some uh, are uh, uh, cake balls and I brought Buckeyes, you know, those peanut butter, it's chocolate covered peanut butter. So you roll them up and I still have some. You, you might have diabetes. Some. You got diabetes. Okay. So we, uh, yeah, so I brought those and uh, uh, it was fun. It was, it was a fun party. Yeah. Yeah. Booze and everything. So uh, he already decorated his house. See, he's got trees. Or he's got trees. No. We're not going to do multiple trees in this house. Just one tree, okay? <laughs> Where did you put the other tree? I can have it here tomorrow. Really? No. No, don't. Just one tree. One tree in the house. Okay. 
You just have to Do you guys up. have more than one tree in your house? Let, let, us, let us know. Okay. I've had more multiple trees in my house. I see a lot of people, like especially Germans, decorate every room in the house. Yeah, they do, but they use real trees. Not necessarily. Some people use the artificial trees so they can get them up fast and they don't have to worry about it. And then the main tree they have is a live tree. I don't want to have to worry about more than one live tree taken care of. Yeah. So I just one tree all in all. Yeah. I might live have a special or... Christmas surprise for you though. Really? No live trees, okay? No live trees. <laughs> well, Mike doesn't want live trees. Anyway, well, Mike ain't here now, is he? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's let's go to the K, the Geek, and the Bizarre. Okay. Okay. All right. I saw this and I thought it was great. Brazilian actors kiss live on live TV to protest homophobia. Two straight actors using kisses for a good cause. Bruno Gassa. How do you say his last name? Gagliasso. Gagliasso, who's a very fine man, and Jean, how do you say it? Jano Vincent de Castro, Vincent de Castro, who are who are two of the most high-profile actors in Brazil, locked lips on television last week at the GQ Men of the Year Awards in Rio de Janeiro. Gagliasso. Gagliasso posted an image of the embrace on Instagram Thursday. In the caption, he explained, All the macho card carriers, hypocritical and prejudiced, there was nothing wrong with showing our affection and love, as explained in the translation provided by Pink News. The post has been liked over 88,000 times and received nearly 20,000 comments at the time of this article's publishing. Same-sex marriage was legalized in Brazil in 2014, but reported hate crimes against the LGBT community are high. Over 200 LGBT people were killed in South American country last year. Only 200? Wow. Okay. I think that's a low number, isn't it? What, two, well, cons uh, how many LGBTs do you think get killed here in the U.S. every year? A lot less than that. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so that, that's One is too many. Yeah, it is. Especially after what happened this week, but... Right. So yeah, uh, it's intriguing. So, what's the question is? Was there a tongue? I don't know, but those two guys were hot. Oh, okay. Like most Brazilian men, they were hot. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go. They'd to... be considered muscle. They'd be considered bears on scrap. Let's put it that way. It's a long article. Okay, I try to okay. breeze through this. So the Russian magazine releases a list of celebrities forgiven for being gay. Ian McKellen, Stephen Fry, and Freddie Mercury are all featured on the list. The Russian edition of the popular men's magazine, Maxim, has um, published a list titled Gays We Respect. Wow, interesting. interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this list, the list features 10 male celebrities it says are forgiven for being gay because they have managed to earn respect. All right? Okay? I don't know what this article is so about. So if you're in Russia, you can't be gay unless you earn respect or get the shit really? out after you. I don't know. I think this is... Anyway. Go on. We men, uh, we men do not consider men who love men to be men. What? This is the rule. The article explains. Okay, this is the article. But there are exceptions. There are gays who have earned our respect and, to tr and, and the right to remain real men in our eyes. Ian McKellen find, finds himself at the top of the prestigious list. As the magazine says, it is, it is uh, says it, it will forgive his orientation due to his what kind of article is this? Due to his uh, popular franchise role as Gandalf and Magneto. But have you seen him in... Vicious? Vicious? <laughs> oh, my God. oh, my God. This is the gayest it's ever been. 
Stephen Fry, who placed second, is described as the living embodiment of the idea that one can be openly gay and a sensible person at the same time. Freddie Mercury makes the list for his bravery when fighting AIDS, with actor Neil Patrick Harris praised for, uh, for exhibiting the bro code, even though he is a happy gay. And the list has, unsurprisingly, received a negative reaction from many, including Maxim's U.S. counterpart. What's a U.S. counterpart? Maxim is a U.S. magazine. A U.S. magazine. A big, oh. like, GQ men's magazine. Oh, okay. With boobs and everything all the way through it. So we got some great stories and clothes and accessories. Even gay men appreciate. Which reminds me, the Playgirl magazines that you read before, you were there for the articles, right? Right, right. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. It was all about learning about different cultures. That's right. Awesome. You read Playgirl for that. Mm -hmm. We are deeply disturbed by the article in Maxim, Maxim Russia and fully condemn it. Why? It is entirely against the views of U.S. Maxim. Gosh. Uh, well, they have kind of... I do, I yeah, it is. That's the whole reason I put this in here, because they shouldn't be publishing an article like this. They should be, yeah. But, no, they, they shouldn't, shouldn't be. They shouldn't it should be. be okay to be gay regardless of who the hell you are. And you don't need to earn respect. That's right. You don't need the to The mere earn, fact that if, you if are I you. Earn, yeah. I mean, if I'm gay and I don't earn, your, earn respect, then I'm not worthy. Okay. That's bullshit. Readers also share their distaste, distaste for the list, with one labeling the magazine a little yellow news rag. However, the publication's editor refuses to apologize for the list, telling BuzzFeed, our position is clearly formulated in our introduction to the article. So last month, a poll that the majority of Russian people want to see gay people liquidated or removed from society altogether. Oh, that's right, it's Russia, duh. Many have attributed, attributed the, the hardening of news to an anti-gay law which was passed in Russia in 2013. The law bans the promotion of traditional of non-traditional sexual relations to minor and LGBT hate crimes have increased drastically since it was introduced. So this was followed. And this follows Vladimir Putin's uh, claims that he believes there should be there should not be any criminal prosecution for any or any other prosecution or infringement of people's rights on the basis of their race, ethnicity, religious, or sexual orientation. So we have no persecution at all, he added. Right. Yeah, right. Right. And gays are getting drug out and beat all over the place in Russia. Mm -hmm. So here's my suggestion. All the right-wing Christian fundamentalist bullshit people should move to Russia and all the gays should come here. <gasps> That's that. That's brilliant. The bear gays would be awesome. Oh my God, those muscle guys, those muscle bears. Yeah, think about Russia. all those hot little Russian boys mm. that do Bellamy porn. They could oh, <laughs> should come to the U.S. and come on you. They, yeah, they should just be, like I think we should take all the gay Syrian refugees. They should be yeah coming to the U.S. and yeah, we should offer our homes to them. Yes, I'll offer my home to them. Yeah, okay. All right. Let's go to the game. At least three of them can sleep in the bed with me. That's all. And where will you sleep? <laughs> it's a king-size bed. They're all skinny and small. Oh, that's right. Okay, you can so, flip them around. Like, yeah. It's like fucking a coat hanger, right? Yeah, exactly. So. Okay, on to the geek. No, oh, do I do the geek? Okay, I can do the geek. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, let's do the, I'll do the geek. Because I read this article. It's pretty interesting because this has a point. Very much. It's from Engadget. Apple's next iPhone reportedly ditches the headphone jack. It's the one on below your phone that where you can plug in an earphone. Have you heard of those things? Anyway, Apple's quest for e ever thinner 
ever smarter devices may produce uh, another uh, cash faulty. <laughs> Your iPhone's a headphone jack. A rumor of Makokat Otak Otakara claims that the next iPhone might drop the 3.5 millimeter uh, port and use the lightning port for audio instead. Oh, that, that's okay. The, um, the move would let Apple slim its phone even further. Wow. Reportedly over one millimeter th thinner than the iPhone 6S. And take advantage of uh, lightning's uh, features such as headphone-based uh, DACs, digital to, uh, da DACs, DACs, uh, digital to analog converters, and uh, app launching. You'd uh, have to use an adapter for, an, for any conventional wired headphones or else the leap to Bluetooth. You know what? It, this makes sense because uh, right now, I was really fumbling around. I needed to, I was going to the gym and I needed to uh, connect my I had earphones to it. And the only one I have is really a Bluetooth headset. And then I put it on and then just paired it and go, good to go. It could have well, done so that's the, my thing because I moved the jack to the bottom of the iPhone. Yeah. You can't, when you're playing the music apps, they won't flip in the screen. So you're having to hold it upside down and choose your music and then set it back upside down because they won't flip, the app won't flip around on any of the music apps I have. Oh, you want that can't do sideways, you mean? You yeah, can put it sideways. It doesn't flip on my phone at all. Oh. They all stay the same way. So to look at it, I have to pick the phone up, flip it back up so I can read it, do whatever I got to do, and then put it back down so the thing's up. But my that, question is. That's why you need Bluetooth headsets. Well, that's the next thing. All these Beat headsets by Dre, don't they have connectors? Yeah, they do. Some of Are them. they all Bluetooth? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Uh, I'm I would be very pissed that people have been pushing these Beats headsets by Dre that go work great with your iPhones mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden the next version of iPhone I can't use the damn thing <laughs> well you do have an adapter you can do that I guess it's one way of saying fuck you Dre <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. so uh, last but actually you have Bluetooth headsets don't you I see with your headsets on but I don't see a wire on them don't yeah you have I, have, okay. I have a pair in the, bed, in the bedroom so actually that this way the actually wires don't get in the way yeah that's right uh, last last Thanksgiving, actually, Ricky, my friend Ricky, we were eating. He saying, he said, he actually opened his phone. Hey, what is this? This wire? He pointed to me the round thing. That's where you put your head headset jacket. Oh, see, I'm so I'm so uh, uh, phone illiterate. I don't know what parts it is because I use Bluetooth and I pair it and I'm done. I don't have any wires. He so this act then that this article really actually you know, actually proves it that you can live without the jack anymore. Yeah. Just use Bluetooth or... You just have to buy those expensive-ass Bluetooth, well, Bluetooth headsets. Well, they're getting cheaper now. Like, I don't well, know. Yeah. There's some that but are... But I also remember when everybody had iPhone, oh, you got to cut the Bluetooth off to save battery life. So it seems like they... Well, not anymore. Well, battery. that's true. I mean, that that's the drawback because you have the battery for your Bluetooth and the battery, of course, for your, for your phone because it uses it use a lot. But with the iPhone 6S, and the, the, the battery life is pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, okay. So that's the geek. Yeah. Okay. On to the bizarre. Okay. Researchers working on technology to bring the dead back to life. Okay. When I read this article... I had to sit back and like, this is like watching an episode of Black Mirror called 
be right back in which this company you could send off to this company and they could bring back your dead ones and what they would do they would they had a program that went hit every bit of social media that your spouse had it pulled back images sound bites videos movies and built an artificial intelligence with that person and they turned it into an android human android type deal wow so if you haven't seen black mirror be right back go watch that and then listen to this article so because that's what it sounds like Humai, a technology company based in Los Angeles, says it's working on a project known as Atom and Eve. Atom, excuse me. Let me get that because I said Atom. I said Atom and Eve that would let human consciousness be transferred to an artificial body after death. Artificial intelligence, the most important major discovery of science, will be one of the most helpful things in the whole planet, we hope. The Humai have already started working on human rebirth using artificial intelligence. The three technologies collectively used by the tech giant company are nanotechnology, bionics, and artificial intelligence. The company is expecting the whole system to be ready in three dec decades, and of course, this type of work requires much time. Artificial intelligence, as the name suggests, is used to add intelligence to non-livings. Humai is using this and nanotechnology to save people's talking style, their thought processes, and behavior. This saved data will then be coded into numerous sensors which in turn will be fed to artificial bodies when the de deceased person within with the deceased person's brain. The founder of UNI, Josh Boganera, told the Australian Popular Science, I accept death. I'm not afraid of that. I'm not one I'm not afraid of it that I'm not let me get this right. This is a tongue twister. <laughs> I accept death. I am not afraid of it that I am hundred percent sure I'm going to die one day. So they said on their official Facebook page Will death always be inedible? We don't think so. The tech company further says that the cloning technology of science will be able to restore the brain as it matures. Their vision on their website is that Humanize is an AI company with a mission to reinvent the afterlife. We want to bring you back to life after you die. While talking to Australian popular science, Boganera said that the brain of the dead will be frozen using cryogenics technology, and when their technology is fully developed and ready, they will, be, they will embed the frozen bone back into an artificial body which could be fully capable of living as the deceased used to. Mind power over the body has always been appreciated by everyone who actually understands the human body. The brain of the deceased will send waves to the bodies it used to and the actual body of the human being as in the actual body of the human being. Furthermore, as the artificial body does not grow old but the brain does, nanotechnology would be used to repair and improve the dead brain cells. The CEO, Bernager, said, I don't think of it as fighting death. I think it's making death optional. I personally cannot imagine why someone would want to die, but I respect everyone's wishes. The most astonishing about it is that it consists of only five members. Two of them are researchers. One is the ambassador and AI expert. This is not the first time when someone has started talking about bringing back the dead. Earlier, Paranormal Games started working on a game in which the dead might virtually come back and the game will reunite the players with their deceased family members and friends. Mm -hmm. So. That's a long article. That is a long article, but it's talking about a big topic on there. Do you want to live forever? Well, it, but the, um, not really, no. I, I'm like this guy what what did, this guy did say i'm pretty happy that if, if i could just uh, you know expire at some time at some point i don't mind that although i always say that i want to live forever but i don't know 
it's going to be hard because people around you are dying and then, and then I'll just be miserable. And what happens with all these bodies is people die, say, all right, say we're a couple. Okay. You die before me, so I get this artificial intelligence and you're there with me. I have a rep representation of you that may or might not actually be the Nard. Mm -hmm. It might be an image of the Nard. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's an so, image. And then something happens to me and I do the same thing. So what are the two AIs going to do together? Sit there and stare at each other for eternity? Yeah, I guess. How do they support each other? What I mean, what is at what point does this end? I mean, oh, so this is this intelligence you're talking about, it's really just a a body, not necessarily moving around and doing work or producing or Well, it's a they freeze your brain and put it in a robot. So you're a cyborg basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I thought, well, I thought it uses social media. And stuff. Oh, because that's what in the black, well, no, black in mirror. The black was. mirror, that's what they did. But in this, they're taking your brain, putting it in a robot, and you're Locutus, a Borg, or Robocop. Basically, basically. Robocop. Robocop is all brain. Well, no, Robocop was part human too because they used the face and stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. He's got the face. He got face so, and brain and spine. I think that's what the, so. in Robocop is. It's pretty much the same. So my question is, do you really want that? No, probably not. I don't think so. I could understand it if it was somebody that, if we could, do, if we could have done, if Einstein would have agreed to this, could you imagine? Or somebody like Tesla, mm -hmm. or people that really contribute to to our world. So it goes back to the same that because they earned their respect that they could be robots. Well, no, I'm just saying, but imagine if you still had that type of intelligence around mm -hmm. based with the day's technology, what they could do, what further they could advance if that same type of get get up and figure shit out was there. Well, how do you tell which ones are the... Well, see, that's the whole thing. I mean, which ones is it? And then what happens with all these people that are just sitting around their AIs after, 200, after a couple hundred years? What happens? Do they... I mean, is it like Centennial Man where they eventually are able to clone them a new body and put them in a new body or... Yeah. Well, since I mean, what happens in you know it? What? At what point are you considered not human anymore? At what point are you considered a burden on society anymore? Yeah. So you're saying the, internally they're still human because the, well, the brain is there. Well, the brain is there, but is the soul still? Where is the soul at? Oh, I thought the. Well, the the I mean, the soul. brain is nothing but a bunch of neurons and firing electrons going back and forth. Okay, so the soul would have gone already at that point? I don't know. Will it? Is, is, that, is the soul in the brain or is the soul in the heart or is the soul the energy of the life force? I'm thinking the soul is in the brain because that's the one so, that thinks or that one that feels because without the brain, you cannot really feel. It only feels it in the heart. Anyway. And what happens to that one parent that goes and they lose their six-year-old kid and they go have one of these built and it's always a six-year-old kid? Oh, See, that's the point. Don't you think that they would be learning? I don't know. Does I would. I would. If did, did, they would but, still want to learn. Is that human or is that artificial intelligence? I'm thinking. I'm thinking still human. Where do you draw the line? Yeah. Are you a toaster? No. Really, it's a cyborg. It's a wait. It would be cyborg. You're, you're a cyborg. You're basically a cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to be a cyborg. It's cool to think about it, but I don't want to be a cyborg. When I grow up, I want to be a cyborg. <laughs> so, it's almost kind of like a Star Trek episode where all the people that 
that planet saved their greatest scientist minds and put them in these like cubes so eventually they could come back or they could always have somebody to ask the great questions of life to all these philosophers and stuff yeah. and great people or society artists and stuff so it'd be interesting but at what point do we stop that mm-hmm. when do we stop being human and become machine well the very fact that you're in a body you're a machine but still your brain remember it's like it's like uh in uh, buck rogers remember who's, who's that round thing dr theopolis Dr. Theopolis, the one that uh, uh, Tweaky carries around. Yeah, but he was artificial intelligence. He wasn't a real human. Oh, I thought he was. Uh, no. It was transferred to it. I don't think so. I don't remember that. I always thought that he was just artificial That's intelligence. That's why he was a doctor. He was a doctor before. Well, I think that he was an artificial intelligence that learned and developed and became what they considered Dr. Theopolis, that he was so smart. And then Tweaky was really a, a robot. A robot. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to our He was listener. a servant robot. Uh, so what? He was a servant. A servant robot. Yes. Basically, he, his whole purpose was doing menial tasks for people like Karen Theopolis around. My question is, why don't they give Theopolis a body? Yeah. Why not? Just take out, tweak his head, and put his... Exactly. But they didn't. They so did. Doesn't make sense. That's right. Exactly. Sci-fi in the future doesn't make that's sense. Right. Okay. On to listener comments. we got a bunch this week because we've been slacking the last couple of weeks. We're not going to this whole thing, are we? What? I don't know. I think Dave deserves this. we got time. Uh, no, not really. Yes, we did. We'll be over an hour now. No. Okay. Listener comments from Dan C. This is from Dan C. It's a reaction to what? Uh, he's talking about guys. He's just ranting about guys. What the fuck is wrong with guys? The guys I may be interested seem to be staying home, knitting and watching Netflix. And chill. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're <laughs> no. not chilling because Dan ain't. Oh, they're alone. I have met more than one person at a random event. Pride event, fundraiser, etc. That seems very nice. And when I ask them if they come out, what they're uh, and they say they're not into the bar scene, I can agree with that. Well, this has only happened twice. Not enough times to actually meet my type of guy. How the fuck am I supposed to meet you if you stay at home and are not on any of the apps? Am I supposed to walk up to any supermarket while you are shopping somewhere, perceive that you are gay, and ask you out? I am. Sp- am I supposed to meet you in church? Yeah, like that. Well, that would go over well. Am I <laughs> to walk to you by some random act of God and find the one by accident? I'm definitely not going to find you in some back alley getting pounded by a train of guys or some bathhouses. That's not what I'm looking for, and definitely not what I'm into. And don't get me started with trying to contact someone through Facebook that thinks you're weird because you're just saying hi. That happens a lot. That is kind of weird when somebody I blew just contacts you on Facebook. It is so frustrating really? to hear guys talk as at this restaurant that I go to bear night on how they love to play or how they would love to kiss me when all I want to is just one guy that actually means it, not just to hook up one guy that I can actually connect with instead of just having sex. At this point, I rather jerk off than have sex with most of the guys I meet. Trust me. I know Brad Pitt or, or do I play him on TV, but I'm no Igor. Well, maybe to some guys, some guys either. Some guys actually seem to be attracted to me, which is flattering. I make a good living. I'm pretty well grounded. Who I may be perceived this way after this email. At this point, I would settle for a chubby, toothless, ignorant hick that has a fourth grade education if he was into me. Not that they don't deserve love. Guys, especially the chubby bearish guys, get your asses off that sofa or seat and go to the club or bear events at least for a few hours to meet guys. I don't think that your knight in shining armor is going to knock down your door and drag you into orgasmic bliss. Yes, I know it's scary. Take those few steps outside. It's scary for all of us, but you never know who you're going to meet unless you actually meet them. Well, that's the point. You, you These days, you, the people are on apps, and they do, not necessarily Facebook. Facebook is different. 
Although technologically they're, Facebook they're the same. Drama. Facebook is a drama. Apps for hooking up. And yeah, talking to friends. You could hook up a lot and then become friends. That's, that's not nothing bad with that. So. You can do that. So yeah, I, I, you have no choice but to really talk to these people online. On on growler apps or you know on, uh, on but that's what he's saying these people aren't doing that and he's tired of not meeting people because he knows there's all these people just sitting at home mm-hmm. and they're probably the ones that we're friends with that bitch about i never meet anybody i don't know yeah. you know and some of them are podcasters they just stay at home and podcast i know yeah they don't do anything else, anything else. Podcast. They just podcast yeah that happens that's it so. <laughs> anyway, Dan, we we feel your pain, and I understand. Trust me, we're, I think all of us have been there at some point. And depending on what part of the country you live in, I'm sure it's a real pain in the ass, especially if you're in a smaller town than some of us are from. So, okay. all right, I'll let you take. Okay, I do the greetings from Dallas. Who's this from? Anyway. Z from Z C Tizzy Z Z. What's T Z Y Z? Well, you just said his real name on air. Thanks. He goes by Z. He's emailed us before numerous times. Yeah, I know the, Z. But read the Z? article, Maynard. Just read the damn article. God. It's a letter. Thank you for emailing a Z. I haven't heard of the catfishing term, but if I were to get hit on by a super hot guy online, I would be suspicious too. Oh, so you're suspicious of me now, Z. <laughs> you're suspicious of Ray. Besides, hot is a very subjective, and it's very very subjective, and I wouldn't know what to do with him anyways. I prefer average-looking guys with some meat to hold on to. Yeah, that's just usually goes a long way. Just some love handles, and they average-looking. BDSM is a new subject that I'm more curious and about lately. Oh my God, really? You want to do that? Oh my God, is is being blindfolded the kind of light BDSM, Ray? What do you think? Yes. Okay. I certainly wouldn't let a total stranger tie me up without knowing him first, as if I even get that far. But I can see the turn on of the unknown in anticipation. And believe me, people do it all the time, and then they're freaked out about BDSM because they hooked up with some wrong fucktard. Okay. Yeah. Some some people I've seen on XTube. Um, they would post something on Craigslist and they'd take a video of themselves and they, they just kneel down or light, you know, butt up and they have a mask and then somebody goes in and I think the... Me- well, that's not BDSM. That's just getting your ass plowed by random yeah, strangers. But that's true. It's being plowed, but then... But he's talking about tying somebody, actually giving the person, losing all power and but, somebody tying you well, up so you can't do shit. Well, I guess it's being blindfolded in part. Yeah. So okay, he's saying that I'm disappointed with the with the sh- with the show ending <laughs> announcement. Sorry, yeah, that's sorry. Fine. We're done at six. What is the reason behind it? Time, money, time. Tired of hosting. I have yet to see other YouTube videos which cover the bear community topics. What about posting once a month or on a special occasions? Well, yeah, that's that's the point. There's a lot. There's a lot of shows now. You have the uh, Under Bears podcast. There's the uh, comic book comic book bears podcast. There's the Movie Bears podcast. There's the Cubs Out Loud. There's there's so many of them. Yeah. And the truth is, me and Maynard are living together now, and we just can't fucking stand each other anymore. <laughs> Much less sit here and have to tolerate doing the podcast with each other. And then we have to record every Monday. Prep. If you're a couple and one decides to go on it, how would you feel, and how will you explain your decision to your partner? Does that mean you or your partner? Can be unfaithful, even though it's a close. It's a close relationship. 
I have never heard of straight people on prep. Is it only for men? Can that become another gay stereotype or uh, promotion uh, going forward? Okay, let's talk about really this one, Craig. It, it, okay. it, this is a good topic. So, uh, if you're usually if you're in an open relationship, I, it's it's a good idea that you are in prep because that's a that's a a very sure way, pretty much a sure way that you'll be safe. Right. Right. And that's pretty. That is actually from the hills. If you go to the to episode, I forgot what episode it was. Yeah. Uh, anyway, our uh, with the with legacy community health, uh, with Ted and um, uh, Andrew, who joined Ryan. us? Brian. Ryan. 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 Forgot. So yeah, uh, yeah, we talked about it, and then they really advocate it. Yeah. yeah. And it's for men and women. For both men and women. women. And you don't hear much about it in the straight community because outside the gay community, nobody's really talking about it. And unless you, from what the reports I've seen, unless you're in a major metropolitan area that have gay doctors that are gay agencies that promote PrEP, you don't get, nobody, they don't talk about it. And, they'll, and they actually people have been, doctors have told their patients that they don't need it. Yep. It's not worth it. Yeah, that's what you're saying. So Okay, there is one that's very intriguing that I find it for straight people. If they want to have a baby, the wife, HIV positive uh, husband and HIV negative uh, wife, the wife goes on PrEP. The husband uh, should be undetectable, which is good. They can conceive a baby. You know, he, he can yeah. have sex with her and she could have a baby and they, they won't get affected by HIV. Yes. They yeah. don't have to go do all the cleaning of the semen digging all the HIV out of it, like, which was very expensive. So that's one of the pluses of prep for people. No, that's natural sex. No, but before that. Oh, before that. You're talking if, about before yeah, that. Before that, you had to spend a lot of money to either to go through all these regiments to get one of the others clean so the baby won't be HIV positive. Yeah. Or, so, the, or, the, or the partner become positive. Yeah. Now, because of prep, straight, straight people can conceive even though one is, yeah. one is uh, HIV positive. So. And my question is, if you want to go on PrEP and you're in a relationship and it's closed, then obviously you don't trust your partner. And that's totally okay. And I think that's a discussion to have between partners. And it's just one of those things that you should do. So, mm -hmm. Okay, so by the way, fuck that bitch was a hoax. And smile, smile more often. Really, it's, it's Ray, you posted this, didn't you? <laughs> I just pulled it off the internet, you know. Yeah. Right. Okay. I post these articles. You get a chance to proof them for me. Ugh. Well, it's supposed to be before you post the article, you proof it first. And then, oh, no, no. I got, find, a real article. I got an hour to go find the articles and do it during my lunch break on Monday. So, okay. You're the one supposed to go proof them. So, what should I do? Go to the article and delete it if it's a hoax? Yeah, and then find a new one. <laughs> I'm not gonna delete anything there. So, and we never said all the shit we talked about was for reals. I just—it was very. It was are. like the pig fucker in Walmart. It was just too damn funny to pass up. Yeah, that's true. Okay, and smile more often. You, me, who, oh, which one? And uh, love it when you act and talk like a little girl. And that girl. can you say? Can you do that again, right? Okay. Girl. Uh, okay. One last thing. TBRU 21 registration has begun and will be at 10. The third time. Oh, good. Okay. So are you... Uh, Nard Ray, would you like to go to TBRU next year? We should March. see. 
shall see. Okay. Well, Gay Geek Mazar won't be. I mean, the uh, Bear Podcast won't be around. So why should we go? Well, it's just really a run. Some of your some of your fans would be there. They want to please. DBRU, I'm ignored as chasers ignore me because there's much better eye candy there than me and they'll talk to me up to tbru but you go to tbru those bitches got to be like getting dick everywhere else and they ain't studying about me and besides that bunch of hoes is slut so do that dick action again there you go <laughs> okay taxi okay how about oh did i read this did i ever read this oh yeah i did read this okay mm-hmm. all right you want to read this right Hey, Ray Ennard. Hope you're all doing well. I've written a call before on the Deliverance 72, but that email was hacked and I can't retrieve it. Yeah, we know how them hackers are. Sorry to hear 600 would be your last show. My links to the gay world are slowly dwindling. I hope you'll reconsider, but I do understand things change and people take new paths and it gets harder to find something new to talk about or deal with. Um, <laughs> anyway, I wish you the best and hope to, to see some reunion shows in the future and maybe pass the torch to some new eager bears. Take care. LLAP, Brian from North Carolina. What's LLAP? I'm sure it's something that it's it's an acronym that I should know. Love lots and what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not hip with all this stuff. I did, oh, live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Okay. <laughs> I knew I knew that. I knew I knew. <laughs> See, I, I should I should have known that one, but I didn't. <laughs> I should have known that one. I didn't. If you put XOXOXO, I would have I would have figured it out. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> so. It's from Brian. Thank you, Brian. All right. So that's the end of end of this episode. We're yes, done. it's episode six ninety three. Oh my god! We got a couple of shout outs for birthdays too. You know, Johnny had a birthday this week. Oh, that's right. And John, both both John, <laughs> Johnny and John, John last weekend. They're the same birthday too. That's the last Friday. So yeah, happy birthday, John and uh, Johnny, Johnny Lee. Actually. Okay, uh, one one last thing. I'm sorry to end on a sad note, but um, I, I should have remembered this in the beginning. I would like to dedicate this uh, show to uh, a friend of ours, a friend of mine. His name is Mark Steckley. He's actually a big bear. I knew him from many bear runs, Louis Weekend, Bear Watch, TBRU, uh, Bears of San Antonio. Yeah, he was uh, part of it before. And... Um, and uh, I, I used to see him a lot, but he had a car accident last, uh, a fatal car accident last weekend. And uh, it's really sad that um, he's a very nice guy and and uh, well-loved by, you know, the bear community there in San Antonio. So uh, extend our condolences to the family and friends of uh, of Mark Steckley. Okay. Wow. Okay. So that's, that's the sad news. Yep. Anyway, so that's it, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for watching or listening. If you want to contact us. Send your emails to show at bearpodcast.com. Or you can call us at 206-222-2327. That's 206-222-BEAR. Call us and leave us a voice message and we'll play it on the show. Yes. And uh, subscribe via iTunes, YouTube, and Vimeo. And you can also uh, listen to the show on Stitcher Radio and Bear Radio Network. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And go to the official website at bearpodcast.com. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode of Bear Podcast. And whoops and many hugs. Wolf, what a bear. <laughs>